just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. Hey, sports fans, welcome to Sports Nerds. Here are your hosts, Dr. Samuel J. and Dr. Brian Schrader. I hit record, so. On what? Zen or On the both. other thing? Oh, okay. Oh, no, I'm videoing myself, right? Yes. And you're videoing yourself. Yes. Vertically. Horizontally. Check. Horizontally. What are you looking at there, Brian? On Facebook, we got some bowling. How's how's the bowling going? Bowling's going all right. Yeah, we must well just kind of roll into this thing conversationally. Yeah, ninety four last week. Whoa, hey, that's that's, have you broke the two hundred mark before? I have. A couple weeks ago, I rolled a two fourteen and a two o something or other. Do you really kick that leg back, Jesus style? Yeah, yeah. The finish leg, yeah, of course. The finish leg, you gotta. Got to make sure because that balance going into yeah. that release is extremely important. It's true. I threw up last Gross. night. I know, first time in a, like a years, I think that I've in thrown years? up. Yeah, I, I do not like to throw up at all. Um, it's like a Seinfeld at all. joke. I, dude, I will do anything not to throw up. Um, I it's like whatever. I have something left over from Mexico, and I just like my intestines feel off. And I think it's just because I ate bread and cheese for seven days. Mm. Like just straight, and maybe some guac, but mostly just like fried cheese. There are fried cheese I, in Mexico? I mean like empanadas. <laughs> empanadas? Empanadas. You no, like there's a Y a, in there. No, it's got the thing on the end, doesn't it? Empanadas. No, I think it's empanada. I'm sorry, Brian. Jeez. We need any I t- Spanish-speaking listeners can... Um, it's a big part of our targeted demo. You, try, you, you can take the boy out of Iowa, but <laughs> empanada. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, wow, what a what a trip. Maybe what, I'm wrong. So you were. I don't know what would make a. There's not two L's. It's the N with the the thing on it. Damn, I should An know what the hell this is. An Inye? Yeah, it does, empanada. It does not have a thing on it. A tilde. Ooh, Thanks. Spanish knowledge up in here, dude. What the fuck? Wow. Okay, I feel dumb. <laughs> I, you know, I met my wife in Spanish class oh, my oh, first we're, semester. We're, uh, are you ready? Hold on. Hold on. What? I'm making Google pronounce empanada for us. Empanada. Oh, whatever. Google. Yeah, I did. I did. Empanada. Thank you. Interesting is it says on the bottom of this video, YouTube.com/slash Japanese English 101. I don't know. Why they would be teaching us empanada? Sorry, you met your wife in Spanish class. And once I met her, and once we started dating, I stopped going to class. So for <laughs> two sem- uh, no, for two full years of Spanish, I just didn't go because I realized I didn't have to because she was a good student and I didn't have to be. So I just you know, so all those students out there so who you, listen to you Brian and I off your wife is that what you're saying? That's I no, I used her notes. Oh, I used oh, her notes. Oh, that's different. Yeah, I would go and like take the tests and you know do the presentations, but regular lectures I wouldn't get because it was like five days I a week. I suspect you didn't get an A in that class. No, no, I didn't get an A in a lot of classes, but unlike today's student, I didn't expect an A. <laughs> I just took, I just took the C because I did C work. It's Sometimes true. D work. It's true, man. Back in our day, 
you, you'd earn yourself a day. C. You'd get that C, and you'd be like, yes. You're right. Fuck yeah. Students now are all the time, man. Probably should have got a D, but I'll take this. I think I was worried about graduating from college because I took I took <laughs> French the last the last year. And yeah. the last semester I was like, I think I'm gonna not pass French and have to like go take French one B this summer to actually graduate. But she I think she did in fact give me a D. A D in French to, uh, to graduate college. What was D's your, get what was degrees, your as they say? <laughs> Herbie Hancock. A lot of people go to college for seven years. Uh, um, wait, wait, wait. So what was your GPA, your undergrad GPA? Uh, three something. I don't know. What? Damn, I was like two eight. Oh, no. I, my, my, I, I, I mean, but for like the 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 French classes, I, I tended to get pretty good grades. Oh, fuck. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool story, dude. Brian. <laughs> That's cool. Wow. I guess I'm just a disaster of a human being or was. I mean, I really was. Uh, the better part of the story is I took French because a uh, friend of the pod, John Reef, was going to take French and yeah. I didn't want to pay for a textbook. I took a lot. I would say I probably took like five or six classes in college where I was like, I don't care what class I take as long as it fills a credit. And my buddy was taking the class and he was going to buy the book. It's like, okay, good enough. I guess didn't I'll you get like a class. book's? Didn't debate pay for your books? No. Oh. Did cross country when you were running cross country? No. Wow. Okay. Who knew? Come to Metro, Denverites. Don't go to Regis. You have great professors like me here. Maybe someday Brian will rejoin me and we'll do this. <laughs> we'll do this thing in person. Live. Live and in person. Hey, let's jump into uh, our stories. That was enough. Uh, would you call that a preamble for five yeah. and a half minutes? Uh, we talked about bowling and throwing up and um, Empanada. empanadas. Yeah. So uh, let's I, I, let's begin with March Madness. I, I, any what you know? Congrats, Michigan's in another Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. I don't. know. It's been a good tournament. I don't know. Yeah. No. Um, a little boring. Maybe. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I mean, for, like you usually get a lot of good finishes those first two days, and there was one or two i think it was fine the first it was fine i mean okay i mean that obviously that duke ucf game Mm -hmm. in the second round that was pretty that was pretty great yeah yeah that was cool it would have been much funnier had duke lost there no offense duke fans i i what yeah i really wanted duke to lose for no rational point for no rational reason sure i got being a that just dude Iowa came back in that game. That Tennessee game was interesting, actually. Yeah, but then it just, it's like, you understand, you you are irrational about certain things. What is your, we've never had this conversation. Like, do you get all worked up over a Red Sox game to like where it'll ruin your day? No, it's hard. It's hard to get worked up over any baseball game. But in the playoffs, the season's so damn long. Like in, in, in baseball, you win games, you lose games. Yeah, sure. In the in the playoffs, I, I mean, I'm the 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 last two years when they um, got swept in the in the okay. division round, was like were you pissed shitty. and like ruin your day? Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Sure. Oh, I, yeah, I just want to make sure that we share that experience. Yeah, but but it's very hard for like a regular season game. I don't know. I was pretty. I was actually pretty upset when Michigan lost the the Big Ten tournament uh, in that championship game. They were up like by 15 in that game, but yeah, no, I, I, I do. was trying to sure. think in, you know, I just, I just take it out by like, you know, 
needling. I think I would have almost rather had Iowa not come back and just get blown out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was like I had given up. You know, I was just like doing shit around the house (laughs) and the second half starts and it's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Oh, fuck. Okay. And then I'm like, yeah. So (laughs) like for the last 10 minutes, I'm fucking pacing. My wife's taking videos of me. Um, which is what she tends to do because I just I'm totally irrational and then of course then I just get pissed I just end up being pissed again it's like pissed twice dude I just fans suck we all fucking suck and you can't say oh I'm a fan of the Rockies like I've root for like no you what I mean by fan is like a fucking fanatic like you're a there's no rational reason for me to get pissed off by a bunch of 18 to 20 year olds or a coach and his red face yeah I don't know I don't like him, but I don't know him, but I do. Ruined my Saturday, ruined my Sunday. I was mad all day for no fucking reason. My wife left the house. She gets it now. My <laughs> wife took my kids and left the house. I mean, this is what happens like on an Iowa football Saturday and they lose. I used to be that way with the Cubs and they won. Dan and I were having this conversation. We should, we should, we need to write a paper about this with Darren because he would be able to add the conviction element to it. But like, what happens yeah. once you win? You know, is it like, do you kind of slip into apathy? Is it less exciting? Is there something about the journey to the top? And once you're there, it's like, hey. Yeah. I'm, you know, Bill James. I am aware of Bill the, James, Brian. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know what we like, Brian? We like fucking baseball. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's, that was a dumb question. I apologize. Uh, maybe I was asking you more as a rhetorical okay. sort of transition than a, than a real question. But uh, he's not, he's actually not that interesting in the mm-hmm. Twitter follow. He posts like, lots of weird polls all the time and like you know that whatever but he posted something the other day that was like i don't know i don't know what it was in reference to it might have been march madness but it said something to the effect of you know if if you expect your team to win all the time then you misunderstand what being a fan is about right that you sort of have to not not just be there when they lose but sort of recognize that that's part of what being a fan is and makes it you know what I mean? So it's, it's, I mean, I, I, what you're saying is you get, you get really upset about it, but at no point are you like, yeah, I'm out, you know, like, watch, I watch my friends. <laughs> you understand that that's, that's part of being it. And, and I don't know. I think that's like, uh, particularly once your team has won a championship or two or three. I mean, you just mentioned Dan, who's, you know, his, his, he's a San Francisco uh, Giants guy and they won, what, three yeah. and five years or something on those younger, even years. I mean, once you got all those championships, like what what do you expect for your team? You can't yeah. blow a gasket if they don't win their fourth World Series yeah. in, in, in of the decade. You know what I mean? So you do you you end up taking it a little bit more in stride, and I, I suspect that's what you're talking about with the Cubs, right? Like for the longest time, their their mo was was you know losing, choking in in weird ways, right? Or just or just never or just never showing up, and so being disappointed was part of what it meant to be a, a cubs fan. yeah good point it's part of the identity but now that they've won a freaking world series you know semi-recently i mean you're just kind of a jerk if you're demanding that they that they win all the yeah. time not you but 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 fans would be mm-hmm. right like i don't know i think you, you your team your team wins you a, a world championship um they're off the you know you just have to if they if they lose or suck or make bad decisions for a while you have to be okay with it here's the real question what do Patriots fans think? I know after a decade or something of being I, great, it'll be interesting to see all those people just straight flock and become Jets fans or something like that because I don't think they'll be able to handle it. Well, part of that identity, I think, for the Patriots fan is embracing the hate. 
like that becomes your patch, right? Your tattoo is that everybody hates you. I really, I mean, I think, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it shifts your identity. So now you're the enemy. Same, I think a lot of like, but it's, yeah. but that's easy to do if you're good and you're winning all the time. I'm saying what happens once they're not good, that thing's going to go away at some point. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, then they'll just be asshole Bostonites, Bostonians. So mass holes. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say something. Oh, I think what's interesting is that Dodgers fans are now slipping into the sad identity. Like it's been long enough since the Dodgers have won a World Series. Like we're talking a very, you know, storied franchise, right? A lot of World Series, but they haven't won in over 25 years. And so a lot of Dodgers fans are just like, they're becoming yeah. the new Cub fan. Yeah, they are kind of, yeah. the, I was, I was going to say it's the same thing, particularly because of all the talent they had uh -huh. and, the and they sort of like blew that team up a little bit, right? They got rid of Kemp and they got rid of Yasiel Puig. They got rid of, I mean, they don't get, didn't get rid of Machado, but they don't have him anymore. Yeah. So last year was kind of a, you know, we're all in on a, on a championship mm -hmm. sort of a, sort of a situation. I guess I think I mean, they, they did not really show up either. No, they, they didn't. I don't know. I'm anxious to see what, what they do. Um, I would think that Clayton, this is his last, is this his last year of the contract? I think he's going to go back to Texas, Texas and be a ranger. Yeah, maybe. Here's uh, this quote from Bill James. He said, anyone who expects to win every year, expects to win every big game is not a real sports fan. You have to love the game and you have to love the team, even on the days when things don't go right, especially on the days when things don't go right. So I don't know. I think there's, it's a little cliche, but I think there's some wisdom kind of kind of baked into that did you uh one of my one of my students actually who's a big baseball guy shout out to jacob told me Verlander signed like a crazy deal yesterday did you hear about this no nope. i forgot to even look it up after he told me like kershaw two signed. for 60 or something kershaw signed through 2021 fyi but they might dump him halfway through the season okay because no look it up Verlander. two years 66 million dollar extension through holy santa claus 33 Shit. million a year wow but Kate Upton that's said the, we are so highest, excited. Highest annual value for a pitcher of anyone right now, except for Grinky, who's at 34. Kate Upton said we are so excited to be in Houston for three more years. And nobody else has ever said that <laughs> in the history of humanity. You lived in Texas for a while, so you can you can make these sort of comments, right? I can. I am not the biggest fan of Houston. Just huge. It's huge. Houston. I don't dude, know. People like winning. Is Justin for 36 years old and you're going to give that dude 33 million dollars a year? I suspect you know, there's an outside chance that, that that contract is worth it, but more likely than not, that's a it's a bad deal for the Astros. 36 used to sound so old. Now you and I are creeping up on 30. Are you 36 yeah, yet? I'm 37, but I'll be honest. I've oh, been throwing the ball around with my kids getting ready for T-ball <laughs> and softball, and my shoulder's feeling it. So I don't know how Verlander can do it. Oh, it's like, oh, my God. Dude, these guys I'm not even. I'm not even joking. My shoulder hurts from playing in the yard with my kids throwing the ball. There's something to be said about how age of the normal person <laughs> like us actually – helps you understand just how elite these athletes are yes. <laughs> like, you young people don't get it with your uh, you know elasticity no. or whatever <sighs> to be sure. 36 and fucking grinding it out in spring training and lifting weights every day like that's that's tough uh okay let's jump okay so we did the march madness thing um quick hits on i don't know mike trout's 
Mike Trout's contract. Well-deserved. Finally, somebody, right, Timmy, I saw that you and I were talking. Like, of all, everybody who signed big contracts this offseason, he's the one person who probably deserved it, right? Like, yeah. he deserves that money. That's just crazy, though. What are the, I mean... And, and in such Mike Trout fashion, it was this, Oh, like, my God. What's going to happen to Bryce Harper? What's going to happen to Manny Machado? And then, like... <laughs> It's my like trout a, farts out a billion dollar contract it was like 10 a.m on a tuesday or a wednesday you know <laughs> exactly Nobody no no it. fanfare there was no you know signing ceremony just sort of like he probably didn't even tweet does he even did he even have a twitter account uh yeah it's just at mike trout but i don't know if he tweeted it i'm just looking at baseball reference it's a really oh my god hilarious oh he he did post his march match March Madness bracket. He didn't get a part. He wasn't a part of the Sports Nerds bracket. FYI. Didn't make it in there. This Is uh, is this the right Mike Trout? I mean... Dude, even the uh, picture on his Twitter account just looks I like know. a normal dude's Twitter account. It's clearly him. It's not professionally it's done. He's like a human being. He really is. He really, really is. God, I love that guy. Yeah. Look at these stats. I can look at his stats. Oh, you're right. There is his... Oh, he picked Duke. Mike the Duke Trout bracket brought to you by Body Armor, dude. His <laughs> oh my god, just look at like just look at the awards that he has uh, received um, since getting in the league. Like every year, All Star, MVP voting, all top four his entire career, Silver Slugger award, Rookie of the Year, two MVPs. He should add a third. Yeah, but you know he can't buy a hat off the rack because his melon's so fucking big. He's got a big old noggin, doesn't he? <laughs> no offense, Mike Trout. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know why I would make a joke. He, cr- he crushed me like a. The dude's a monster. He's not. It's funny. He's six two. For some reason, he looks small on TV. He's not. You look at him in person. He's fucking huge. It's just because it's hard dude. to believe how how big he is relative how athletic he is. Yeah, true. That's a good point. God, dude. Love that guy. Um, oh, Gronk. That's what I want to talk about before we Gronk. jump into... Oh, by the way, Another we're going to go Another lovable dude. Very much so. Fantastic tweet and Instagram post. Love that guy. It's nice to just see humble people, right? Like, humility is, is great. Grace is great. Really good personality traits, if you ask me. Mike Trout. Um... Who else is out there? We call you know that you know, dude's not even like, Gronk. He's like twenty eight or twenty nine or something. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Let's talk, yeah, let's talk about Gronk. What are your thoughts? Um, I, cool. I mean, like this is this is something I didn't follow with that much interest. I mean, retire, don't retire. I guess I don't care. But yeah, you got it, it. Does make you wonder how much of this is, you know, is it a Calvin Johnson sort of? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to have you know, crippling arthritis or, 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 you know, kind of chronic pain the rest of my life. So I'm going to retire. Is it, you know, fear of concussion sort of, you know, mm-hmm. CTE kind of retirement? Is it literally so injured can't perform at a high level anymore? I mean, it's tough. It, it's got to be hard to leave that team in particular, right? For sure. With, with, with all the, with all the, with all the championships that they win, it's got to be hard to go. And and what is he? He's 29 years old. I'm good. 29 years old. Good for, I, I wish I could retire 10 years ago. Yeah. Be great. You could have. It you might be boring. Your job. I don't know. I guess I probably just, 
I mean, there's there's also a lot of there's also a lot of uh, rumor that you know he might go straight to the WWE or whatever. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestler, or if he's gonna sort of parlay his his uh, stardom into you know some other kind of career or 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 the Gronk brand or something like that. And if anyone can do it, I think. I think he could. I mean, he. Yeah, for sure. I think his his reputation primarily as a player was someone who didn't take it too seriously, mm-hmm. and I suspect he would have been equally lovable on a bad team, maybe even even more so, because I mean, he definitely. You're right. Kind of like kind of like Trout. He definitely could win with Grace. I suspect you know losing with with Grace wouldn't be a big deal for him either. He seems seems like a like a fun dude. That's a good point. He's got the personality. Maybe this is a career move, like to get into wrestling or to acting, right? A la The Rock or something. Yeah. Um, you know, building a media empire. I think, like, after me getting pissed at LeBron and then, you know, not being pissed at LeBron about his move to LA, I kind of realized that that's what, that's what his move was, right? It wasn't necessarily about winning championships. It's about, and, and you and I have argued about this, but I don't think, I think that obviously he wanted to win with the Lakers and he wants to, but he's also now in LA where he can build a media empire yeah. right, and build an agency and, and have, you know, he, when you retire at 35, you still have 40 years of, of living to do at least obviously more 50, but I mean, you have 20, 25 years of work that you have to do still. So that's you, a lot of time. It's, it's really hard to kind of parse being competitive which you you have to be right to be a professional athlete or any high level i mean even a high level college athlete you have to be really competitive but you mm-hmm. see people who have like a real difficult time sort of putting that in perspective you know what i yeah. mean that are yeah competitive to a fault yeah right? that get just way too way too into it and i, I think there, there are far fewer players who who can kind of uh, who, who are who are uh, of the gronk mold who are, who are very, I don't know. I think they, I think they sort of, I think they sort of get it. And and I don't know where I would put LeBron on that. Obviously a really competitive athlete, but I mean, what is there for that dude to prove? Yeah. I'm intrigued by this move to professional wrestling that you point out because it's a booming industry. We've talked about it on the, on the show before over the last four to five years, right? That the money is just massive now in the WWE mm-hmm. and maybe, right. Maybe it attracts people like Gronk and Dwayne Johnson who are in it for like, they understand the frivolity of the game. Right. And just the, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be silly. And maybe they're, that's why they're drawn to that. You know, who else is into it? George Kittle is really into all-star wrestling. Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know if there's, a, if there are a bunch of former NFL players or current NFL players, but um, I know Iowa's got a guy, I can't think of his, his um, first name, but he, I mean, he, he was a starter uh, at Iowa for a long time, football, and uh, he's trying to make it as a professional wrestler, right? Kind of in the minor minors and, and yeah. going to the top. But I mean, it's, I don't know, dude. I, I started following Jim Ross on Instagram, right? Uh, 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 Jim Ross, the announcer, the guy with the cowboy hat, and he posts a lot of fun stuff. And like, it's there's such a, uh, I don't want to say fraternity because it's 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 mixed gendered, but like everybody that does that understands, they seem to understand the entertainment value of it, and it's like it seems fun, right? Like everybody, like they go out, you know, all their families hang out together, um, you know, Triple H and you know, a bunch of you know, all these people who you know they hate each other in in the ring but you get outside of it and it's just it's an act 
I don't know. I like kind of like that. Maybe that's that's I, I guess I, I'm drawn to it because it shows sports to be this thing that they're supposed to be kind of yeah. fun, right? They're supposed to be fun. But anyhow, no, exactly. And that's I think that's that's the right the right way to do it is to I actually I think that the NFL or excuse me, the NBA is a really good example where it seems like there is to use to borrow your term, like a fraternity among these players that they all seem to genuinely like each other. And they, mm-hmm. they do stuff kind of off the court. So they're yeah. competitive, but they also seem like they're like, not, not obviously not every player in the NBA is, you know, friendly with each other. But I mean, in large part, it seems like there's, there's friendships across teams and that sort of stuff. And I don't know, that's, that seems pretty, that seems pretty cool. But I can imagine players who, you know, we, we talked about this before, sort of the fanaticism uh, and the irrationality of being a sports fan. And I feel this a lot, right? When you're a member of a team that I, that I despise, right? Like the, the arrival of, of a team that I like, I feel like I hate that person personally, but all it takes for me to flip the switch is for them to be on my team. You know, you would think that that players wouldn't have that same logic, but every once in a while, it kind of seems like it does. Does that, I don't know if that makes sense. It makes total sense, buddy. It really does. I don't know. It's it's nice to have a lighter perspective, I guess, on this thing that usually kind of weighs us down, you know, especially on this show. Yeah. When we get into kind of. Uh, it's possible, but, too, that in, in the NBA, that part of this is these players, you, uh, so many of them are, are one sport athletes who have been in the same circle since they were like 12. Did you see there was a picture floating around the Internet that uh, Zion and Ja Morant, uh, the guy from Murray State, uh, they both played on the same AAU team when they were okay. like 13 or something. So I think there's, I think basketball is a real small, small world. Well, yeah, of course. And when you're that, when you're, you know, at the age of 12 or 13, it's pretty obvious that you are that great. Right. And so you know, that pool of player, that, that pool of players is so small yeah. that they're going to be playing against each other. Right. They're going to be practicing against each other. It's going to be one-on-one and, I imagine they're playing a lot of 21, right? And doing just shit that we probably did when we were in middle school and high school going to summer camps, you know, with our basketball teams. Yeah. And so, yeah, it makes total sense, right? There's no friendships that you have forever. And it's not like you're just going to give that up. Um, it was it, Along the same lines as this, um, I was watching the Iowa-Missouri women's basketball game on Sunday. And it's the same kind of thing like with coaching because Lisa Bluter, uh, Missouri's coach, was Lisa Bluter's assistant. Lisa Bluter is Iowa's head coach um, when she was at St. Ambrose, which is a D3 school in Iowa. Um, and it's just clear, right? Like that competitive nature, it doesn't have it, – it's like you can – people are able to shut it on and off. The professionals are able to shut it on and off in ways that fans I don't think can. I don't think fans – like the fanatic can't. Um, did you see Shashevsky uh, and UCF's coach after the game? Shashevsky no. was crying. Well, he was crying because UCF's uh, <laughs> coach was his assistant, right? Oh, okay. Like Shashevsky was like crying because he felt bad. It's almost like he felt bad, but because I, I mean, obviously Duke stole that one. Dude. <laughs> when Duke was celebrating after, I was watching that game. I was like, man, don't celebrate. You, no. you, you, uh, you got by on the skin of your teeth. Ooh, you should, yeah, they you should high five the other team and walk back to the locker room and get ready to get <sighs> shooed out. I assume UCF had to both of those layups could have gone in. Oh, that, like, that like, last ball. Oh, my that, God. I don't know how they didn't go in. How did well, they not go and then in? earlier on, too, there's like 45 seconds left, and there was a charge or a, a blocking call that was, I guess it wasn't really a block. I don't know. There was a foul called inside of a minute left that was not a foul that went, uh, that went Duke's way. So 
yeah, that game, that the last minute of that game could have gone very differently. Well, yeah, and that one that busted missed how, like three. half the half the brackets in our tournament challenge. Yeah. probably. that free throw, that missed free throw too. Yeah. Duke doesn't get that rebound if if the what's his name is is still in the game, right? If he doesn't foul out, like that's not going to Duke. He just grabs it. Yeah. See, it's but, it's been a good tournament, but there's been a lot of these like near upsets instead of upsets, right? Michigan State almost lost that first round. First round, second round. Michigan State almost lost uh, this weekend. Was it? It must have been the second round. First round. First round. I, I can't know. remember. I don't know. Anyhow, there's always Whatever. close games. Whatever. Hey, let's. Uh, this has been a good show. I don't know. This has been fun. But let's jump it. We got it. We got to do this because it's that time of year. Um, it's MLB projection prediction time those of you if you listen to the show today i'll I'll, you know we'll put it up as soon as brian and i get done um recording head over to our facebook page and um later this afternoon sorry it'll be this afternoon this evening so do it do it today's wednesday so either march 27th or 28th put your predictions up we're going to kind of see who who comes the closest we we're going to post a a a post and reply in your with your comment um who you think is going to win these things but I do want to talk about the Betsy DeVos Special Olympics thing, Brian. We're already at 28 minutes, yeah. so let's try to not make this too long. Obviously, we will, but you know, we, we got 15 minutes. We're good. But um, all right, who who you got? Let's 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 go there. Baseball let's just first. do predictions. Yeah, we'll do. Let's do regular season predictions, and then we can talk about you know who our world champions look like. So who cool. you got, bro? NL. Yeah, sure. Start there. Oh no! See, I you told me to think about this beforehand. I know this is a dead dead air time where I'm where I'm just gonna be thinking. Yeah. I mean, I guess I take the Phillies in the East. Really? Over the Braves? Hmm. Okay. All right. I mean that that team has got. I'm 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 gonna stick with that. I'm fine with it. All right, you're gonna have to post this to Facebook after our Phillies after our post goes up this afternoon. I'll remind you to do it. It'll be this evening. So that way I don't have to take like a record of this. Okay. So you said Phillies. Yeah. Um, I'm just been picking weird stuff now. Brewers. To win the Central? Yeah. Eat shit, doggy. <laughs> and uh and Rockies. Oh god. You would. Love okay, it. who are your two wild cards? Jeez, man. Now I have to go think more. Um, Braves Cardinals. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So, for the record, the Cubs aren't making the playoffs. <laughs> cool. We're gonna end the show now. Uh, friend, friendship's over. No, because <laughs> I didn't guess that your yeah, team was gonna no make the playoffs. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so to recap, you say Phils. Brew, Rock, yeah, Card, and Brave. Braves. All right. Yeah. Give me. I'm okay. I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, that's fine. Give me Brave, Cub, Dodger. I'm gonna get, and I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna go Card. <sighs> Shit. I got to card Rockies. I got to. The Rockies are just, I don't know. They're not, I've got too much confidence in them over the last two years. I don't want to have yeah. it, but it's like I know. Bud Black, good manager. They played ball for a little. He's a good manager. Yeah. That's true. I'm intrigued here about the Washington Nats. I'm wondering if getting Bryce Harper off the team I'm a, benefits I'm them. I know, too. but maybe, 
maybe there's too many too many egos in that locker room and then now one is gone and things <laughs> yeah. turn around it's just there was just too much talent in that locker room now that we got rid of it we'll be better um they've been trashy with a good good freaking rotation dude forever. there's also like, the I, I think. there's also the fucking mets who could all of a sudden remember that they have amazing yeah. pitching and then and yeah, win the it's true. so there's some parity there but okay i like our picks that's good um it's true uh any i mean uh, uh, dodgers so i yeah i gotta go dodgers i just don't i think they're still the dodgers right i mean they still have they got Corey seager back and they have <laughs> yeah you know uh uh bellinger who who in the playoffs you know performed well maybe he i don't know um who's gonna be playing first base i guess bellinger no max muncie right and then got me yeah who knows? but again max muncie could return to max muncie form and do nothing <laughs> uh intriguing teams like okay so i'm gonna ask you this after i answer my own question intriguing teams who are they i'm gonna say the reds in the nl i would not be shocked if the reds make the playoffs i wouldn't be shocked if they won that division quite honestly no you're you're not you're not wrong i mean they're due right they're yeah i think that's the only i think that's the only besides the ones that we've both already listed i think that's the only real intriguing team i'm not really high on anybody else i mean i suppose you could throw out the padres and say maybe they'll be wildly better with manny machado or something i'm not sure that's the case i kind of doubt it I mean, if you look at, oh, dude, the Reds. I'm with you on the Reds. They have, ooh, okay, so they signed Sonny Gray. They got Rysel Iglesias. Um, Tanner Rourke is now on that team. And Alex Wood, man. I mean, those, ooh, dude, that's a, no. A bad team. But they also have Scooter Jeanette, right? Yeah, I mean, as a, the, 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 the NL, NL Central is always crazy, and I don't think yeah. that, you know. Puig, Jeanette. Votto, Matt Kemp, and and truthfully, have the Pirates no. been bad since uh, Hurdle's been there? They're, I mean, they they're were, always a, a pretty they, good they baseball team. Competed for a wild card spot last year, and they had yeah, shit on their exactly. team. Like they had no talent. Obviously, that's silly. Of course they did, but um, you know they dumped a lot of players, and their pitching staff wasn't that great. Yeah, I, who knows? Parody. Uh, Al, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. I think it's kind 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 of easier for me anyways. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Red Sox in the East. So the Central, this is I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna having weird picks for the Central and the West, and I, I might get made fun of for this. I think the Indians continue their slide and that the twins win the central. Really? And then I'm also not high on the on the Astros, uh, and I think the athletics showed that they were a good baseball team last year and probably are better this year with no money, the no money A's. So those are my, those are my picks twins athletics, but I will say uh, Indians Astros are the two wild card teams. I leave the Yankees out who are probably projected to be the best team in baseball, but I'm not even going to put the thing about that. I wouldn't. The thing about that. that division, that central is it's so shitty beyond Clee and men. Right, like, yeah, they're just going to beat the shit out of those other three teams. You would sure yep. think. Um, okay. Yeah, the White Sox are terrible. Oh my gosh, the Tigers are pretty terrible. Yeah, they are. They really, really are. Um, what if Klee underperforms and the Dodgers go out and get Kluber mid-season? Wouldn't be huh. surprised. 
that, that, that right would be i mean something. like these yeah who knows uh okay so who are your sorry dude you know hanley ramirez is gonna make the opening day roster for Cleveland. really like what does that say about that's that true damn wow all right so to recap sorry you said boston red sox twins athletics and then cleveland and houston are my so you can't pick the yankees just because you're an irrational fan uh give me i probably i probably should pick the yankees over over cleveland in fact that's the right so you're gonna go back you're gonna get the eraser out i'm just yeah i should i should get out all right you heard it here folks uh give me the yanks sorry just got it. CC's last year. I think he's going to go out with a good one. Give I want to see CC win 13, 14 games this year. Um, would it be better if he went back to? Oh, that would be back. pretty fucking cool. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, Yanks, Clee. I'm not trying to like be a mean person. You are. You are a mean person. Dude, CC Sabathia looks like he's going to die. Every time he pitches, I'm like, bro, are you okay? He's so big and he's so sweaty. And I'm like, are you going to make it? <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm really not. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm being serious. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no, <laughs> no argument there. He's he's lumb, he's laboring for sure up there. He's still got it, but. I mean, sometimes a body like that, right, can carry a lot of innings. I mean. <laughs> but Mark Burley was not a small person. He threw a lot of a lot of innings too. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's. I don't know, man. Like his clothes don't fit him. It's just it's a it's all. No, you're good. I'm sorry. What were you saying? So what maybe your child. The, maybe Sawyer will be a chubby. He'll be a chubby six <laughs> three guy, and you're gonna be that, or lefty. And you is he left handed? Are you that he lucky? He is. So, oh no. So, no Sawyer's not left. Oh, I was like, oh shit. I thought I thought you meant Cece Matthew. Oh, that would yeah, be sweet. I'd invest in your kids, um, you know, uh, summer leagues right now. And so just Dude, he was hitting he was hitting the ball off the pitching machine pretty well yesterday for a five year old. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, sorry. Give me Yanks. Give me Klee. Give me Seattle. Um, and for my wild card. Yankees and unfortunately the Astros don't want them in there, but you picked the Yankees twice. Oh, sorry. Red Sox Astros. Jeez. You like, you're so high on the Yankees. You're going to give them the wild card and the division. Who did they, who did they go out and get? I guess picking, pitching? picking the athletics was bad for me because that we have a sneak peek. They already have actually played in their own. Oh, and two. They may never <laughs> come back from that. <laughs> At this point, they're never going to win a baseball game. What, what, did you watch any of this stuff? Did you care about the Ichiro thing? Because, man, do I not care. Didn't know what was even going on. Didn't, didn't even know what was happening. Yeah. It really was not advertised very well. No, no. Because I told my, my I think it was my dad, he's like, opening day next week? And I was like, actually, it was the other day. That's what. Just was no one noticed. It was like secret opening day in Japan. It was a secret opening <laughs> day. I'm very, uh, that's funny. You're right. I'm just looking at, dude, oh, dude, how can you not? God, the Yankees look good. Wait, they yeah. have Tulo now? Tulo and DJ LeMayhew. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would really care about that Tulo deal. He's been terrible since he left. No, for office. sure. Yeah, I'm not saying that. They gave that dude a bazillion dollars, and then he forgot how to play baseball. Wouldn't I mean, that's what happens when you get tenure. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true. <laughs> you forget. I mean, I wouldn't know, but. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Someday. No, dude, it's, it's, it's not all it's cracked up to be, brother. 
So Tulo, I mean, he's still carrying his career numbers. He's a one eighteen. That wasn't an awkward. Guy, what's he done the last couple of years? Oh no, I'm fine. Uh, nothing. He's done nothing. Played sixty six games last yeah. year with a seventy seven OPS plus. 2016, he played 131 games with a 102 OPS plus. 2015, he played 41 games. Oh, that was the season he got traded. Was 15. Kind of garbage. Kind of garbage. So his total in 2015 was an OPS plus of 101. So uh, in 2014, <laughs> he was getting MVP votes and was an All Star, and had a 170 OPS plus with 21 home runs. I mean, he was a he was good in th- that year. And then ever since then, he's been. Um, What's the technical term? Uh, bad at baseball. Bad at baseball. Hey, we got we got to get into this because I want to get into this. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, it's important. Uh, the only reason I know about this particular story is because of Deadspin, and I caught this yesterday. Um, basically, yesterday, uh, Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos was putting forward her. Uh, proposal uh, for next year's budget. I guess the next, yeah, the next fiscal year's mm-hmm. budget. Obviously, cutting a ass load of stuff because that's what the Trump administration and DeVos do to education is they just want to cut education. They want to just fucking gut it and push everybody towards charter schools, which that works in some places, like here. My kids go to a charter school and it's fucking great, but um, it's also a disaster in a lot of the uh, country. But anyhow, Part of it was cutting funding for Special Olympics, and that really pisses me off. It didn't okay for the it didn't go through. It's not accepted. You know, this proposed budget was was not accepted. Uh, cutting of funding for Special Olympics will not happen. Um, it's only seventeen point six million, by the way. Most of the funding for Special Olympics comes from you know private donors. But uh, I spent a lot of my college uh, summers volunteering for Special Olympics Iowa. And, you know, practicing with kids and, you know, helping volunteer at, at track meets and tournaments and all of that. And um, to say that, that you know, our government, our tax money shouldn't support this initiative to improve the lives, to give opportunities to people who were just for, for centuries forgotten um, is to me sad. And so as much as we can say it didn't get, you know, the proposal didn't get accepted, this isn't going to happen. The fact that DeVos and the Trump administration would even want to do this um, aggravates me even more, perhaps, than the anticlimactic nature of the Mueller report. And so, yeah, that just, dude, this pissed me off when I read this, man. I meant to share it with you last night, but it's like, what the fuck? It's not that much money. Why would you even try to cut that? It's like cutting, I'm not comparing Special Olympics to mental health um initiatives and mental health funding but it's almost like the leadership in this country has no desire to support anybody that isn't part of that elite class and i think that's on the left and the right sometimes but in this particular case it's it's the trump administration if you want to call those right wingers i guess you could they're their own kind of bubble but i don't know what are your thoughts on this this just upset me maybe bad yeah i mean you can't hang your hat you're right you can't hang your hat on the fact that the budget didn't go through i mean uh anytime these big government kind of bureaucracies propose a budget, they're never, they're never going to look identical. I mean, uh, president Trump proposed his budget for the next fiscal year. It's just sort of like, here's what I, my wish list, my dream version of a budget. Obviously it has to get, you know, dealt with and reconciled through other various processes. But this, this uh, Deadspin article makes the argument uh, 
really well the argument that you're making too, which is it's it signals it signals the philosophy that the person who's I guess ostensibly in charge of education policy for the United States it sig- it signals their philosophy uh, where they would if they could magically decide their own their own budget where they would spend money and where they would choose not to so that it doesn't that it didn't pass does not absolve Betsy DeVos and her Department of Education from saying. Yeah, we don't think that we should give eighteen million dollars to the Special Olympics because we think it's a waste of money. Well, you know that's that's pretty fucked up, dude. My God, um, this article too. I don't know if you caught this. Like, has a a, a a copy of a tweet where she posted a picture of her meeting um, kids from the Special Olympics and was like, "It was great to spend time with the Special Olympics athletes. Thanks for all you do." Blah 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 blah. Like, and then you and then you have this budget that is like, "Well, we should cut all of this sort of stuff." Yeah, and you're right. I mean, this is. Uh, you know, a, a really sort of heart-wrenching example of of what she wants to do with education. But the 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 budget proposal um, had a, had bigger than more more than just these this seventeen point six million dollars in cuts to the Special Olympics. It was uh, going to cut seven billion dollars out of that budget in total. So you're right. Go, going back to kind of your top line discussion about what what this represents. It's you know, do 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 we have a philosophy that says that we should invest a lot of money in education and sort of diversifying educational opportunities for our kids or do we not and this budget proposal certainly answers that question in the negative it's almost as if i don't know i mean i don't think it's wrong-headed to say that a lot of these people believe that if you're not already part of that elite class then you should never be able to gain access to it right there's no reason to level the playing field and it's funny i guess it's not funny but to me it's intriguing because we usually have this conversation around things like race and gender but in this case with education and especially with the Special Olympics and just mental health awareness and all of this, it's not even about how you look, right? It's 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 the measurables on the inside, right? Your brain, how it functions and whether or not because you lack or because you were born with some sort of, you know, um, something working against you, then you're automatically counted out, right? There's no way you can live a quality life because we don't agree with that. Like, that's just so fucked, man. Like, what are we supposed to do as people? If it's not taking care of others, but I guess, I don't know. I didn't want to make this into something weird, but (laughs) I guess when you believe in the afterlife, there's no reason to treat people well when you're here, (laughs) you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty gross. I mean, the the article also points out that she was, you know, asked about this and she's like, well, you know, people can donate private money to the special Olympics and that'll, that'll solve the problem. (laughs) Oh shit. All right. Um, uh, read it folks we're going to post it to the article to um facebook it'll come out later this afternoon but have a read it's a long one it's a long read um i don't know baseball starts tomorrow on on the we'll end on a positive note baseball starts tomorrow and uh i don't know it's weird it's starting on a thursday right tomorrow's a thursday i know and i can't it's watch march why not yeah, work all day oh or did you get your mlb tv that you wanted to share with your friend <laughs> i haven't gotten it yet okay all right how much is it this year i don't know i don't either all right um, i don't look at the price i just buy it you just buy it you just go for it <sighs> you know the red sox won the world series <laughs> they did good question red sox won the world series last year they start off nine game t- one two three four five six seven eight ten games on the road eleven games on the road wow Huh, interesting. They go four at the Mariners, four at uh, the Athletics, three at the Diamondbacks before they're home April 9th. 
That's ridiculous, no? No, that is ridiculous. That's a lot of that's a lot of road road work. All right, old chum. Good luck with your Wednesday. Uh great talking with you. Send me that video. Yeah, we'll do. Later, buddy. Later.